changed. Amen? So let's talk about it. Stand and fight. Different message today, though. Let's go, Raj. I have no idea where he's at. Come on, where are we at? So Dave's message, say that with me. Stand. Now you're a little bit soft. Come on, stand. One more time, stand. There you go. This is a hollering message. Come on. And stand up how? I'm going to stand up for my country. You need to stand up on purpose, yes or no? Stand up on purpose and do the right thing. Okay? Our message today. You don't do something on purpose by what? Well, you know what? I did it on purpose by accident. Well, that's a dumb person that says that. You do something on purpose on purpose. Not saying some things don't just happen in your life and it turns out really good. It does a lot of times. But you sure can't say you did it on purpose, can you say? See? Stand up on purpose. Look at her right there. Oh, you can't put her picture on the screen. Well, I certainly can, and I did it on purpose. That is Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, well, she will be. She will. Well, she is judge. She's a judge already. But the point is... Most likely tomorrow, the Senate will confirm Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Okay? That's that lady right there. Did you know that if Barack Obama would have nominated her, I'd have clapped for him? Did you hear what I said, people? Yes or no? Are you listening or not? You that are maybe a Democrat, another party, what? I'm going to tell you something right now. You ought to thank God for a woman that stands up for the life of the unborn. You ought to thank God for a woman like that. You ought to. You ought to thank God for a woman who loves her children. Right, right mama? Loves the five that she has and adopts two from Haiti. That's bad. People actually said of her because she brought... Uh, uh, adopted those black kids from Haiti, that she was just trying to do that for a photo op. People are disgusting and filthy and pathetic. Do you hear me or not? Pathetic. You hide behind your little politic crap. Okay? Most people will bust you in the mouth if you say something like that. That's awful, isn't it? Isn't that awful? Say, look at this woman. And she's a woman. She's also, from what I see, her peers love her. On both sides of the aisle. Isn't that somebody we ought to respect? Yes or no? Wonder how Amy Coney Barrett got where she is in life. I believe she got there on purpose. Yes or no? And also, she has a faith that actually comes out of her. Because Diane Feinstein said a while back, she said, the dogma lives loudly within you. Wouldn't it be nice if Jesus lived in enough of us that they could see it in our life? Yes or no? Wouldn't that be really nice? Let's thank the Lord. Wouldn't that be really nice that you could have, a, you could have something you believe that actually comes out into your life? So this is fantastic. That's great. That's great. Okay? And we celebrate. And she's going to be taking uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's spot. But Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't the first justice, uh, woman justice on the Supreme Court. Who was? Sandra Day O'Connor. Absolutely. But Sandra Day O'Connor wasn't the first judge. 
woman judge? Well, you're like, yes, she was. No, I'm talking about in the Bible. See, I'm not doing this to, to really get on your nerves too much. I'm, I am in a way. But, but we're going to the Bible now. Let's go to the Bible. Let's learn from a woman. See, I really don't know Judge Amy Coney Barrett. What I see, I like. And what she stands for, I agree with. And so much of it's right from the Scriptures. Okay? But I don't know her real well. But I'm going to go to the Bible. God's Word. And let's talk about a woman this morning in the Bible. Y'all ready or not? And she's going to teach us. She's going to teach us. Let's go. Now, we got about 20 minutes or so, but we got a haul butt. Here we go. The children of Israel, Judges 4, they were doing evil in the sight of the Lord. Boy, it sounds like this country. When Ehud was dead, and the Lord sold them into the hand of who? Jabin, king of Canaan. Canaanites were the arch enemies of Israel. That reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera. General Sisera. Okay? I'm going to call him other names in just a bit. Which dwelt in Harasheth of the Gentiles. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. For Sisera, this general, had 900 chariots of iron. Not counting all the other stuff he had. And say that word with me. Those two words. 20 years. Say, and how many years? 20 years he had mightily oppressed the children of Israel. Y'all with me so far? Come on. This is fun. The children of Israel didn't stand up for God, so he didn't stand up for them. Read that with me. The children of Israel didn't stand up for God, so he didn't stand up for them. You understand? That's what the Bible teaches. All through the Bible. The children of Israel were oppressed mightily for how many years? Twenty. And the man who led the abusive attack, who would come in and kill, he would pillage and riot and loot and rape the women. His name was Sisera. I call him El Baghdadi. You understand what I just said or not? I call him Saddam. I call him, uh, you know, Bin Laden. Okay? A terrorist who hated Israel. Okay? The Bible's alive, baby, when I read it. And Deborah, can you say that? And who? And what's her name? And what's her name? And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at that time. She was a, a judge. Did y'all hear me? I thought Sandra Day O'Connor. Oh, no. Deborah. Got it now? Anybody in here named Deborah? Let me see your hand. Your name's Deborah. Look at you. Now you feel better already, don't you? Look at me right there. Come on. And she dwelt, who? Deborah. Under the palm tree. That's not a fancy office, is it? But when you're being looted, pillaged, destroyed, your office might just have to be under a palm tree. She dwelt under a palm tree between Ramah and Bethel and Mount Ephraim, and the children of Israel came up to her for what? For judgments. Absolutely. So God used a woman named Deborah. Let's do some quick review. Her name means what? Come on, her name means a what? That's important. Did you know your name meant be? Good. Number two, she was sweet, but she had a what? Woo, better watch that lady right there. She was sweet, but she had a, 
a stanger in the country. Deborah was the wife of Lapidoth. Lapidoth means lamps. Rabbinical scholars, people who've studied the Scriptures and the Hebrew and all that for hundreds and even thousands of years, a lot smarter than I'll ever be, they believe that Deborah made wicks, W-I-C-K-S, wicks for the lamps for a living. She did that for the tabernacle. That's what they believe. Not sure. She humbled herself. Deborah humbled herself for this task. And because of this, say it with me, because of her humility... And serving in the tabernacle, perhaps, God did what? God what? She, she was what? Preferred by God. Deborah was a woman of light. She stood out among the people. She stood out among the people. I don't want to go back to Judge Amy Coney Barrett a lot, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you've watched a lot of court things over the years, that lady stood out. You can't say that. You can't say, I mean, her life almost put a hush over that whole hearing. And people would say, that woman's the smartest woman in the whole room. That's what they said. That's the truth. That's the truth. I'm just saying, Deborah, I just couldn't help but think of Deborah. I couldn't help it. Deborah was a prophetess. What does that mean? She was instructed. Say those last two words with me. In what? God would speak to Deborah. God would talk to her in wisdom and help her. She was on the same wavelength, baby. She could hear from the Lord. Amen? She had immediate inspiration from the Spirit of God. Now, she couldn't call it down like your TV preachers. No, she won't nothing like that. She was honest, good woman, but she had an ear that could hear when the Lord... Isn't that what the Bible says? Let those that have an ear hear what the what? Spirit is saying to the what? church. That's what the Bible says. She possessed unusual gifts of what? She didn't hold rattlesnakes. She didn't slap people on the head. She had incredible gifts of wisdom from the Lord. She heard the words of God and she probably saw what? Visions as well. She was a prophetess, just like prophets, but she was a prophetess. Especially in a culture where no such thing would happen. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine? <laughs> Here's a woman, a woman doing this in this culture. But she did. God preferred her. Her name is Deborah. She was devoted to the service of the people of Israel. She was a what? What she did. People would come to her with their mess. She corrected the people according to what? God's like, did you know most of the laws that we have without the crazy ones that, you know, politicians make all the time? But our country, you go to the Supreme Court and there they are, the Ten Commandments. Moses, the lawgiver. Most of the laws we have in this country came right from the Bible. Don't steal, don't kill, don't commit adultery. Did you know committing adultery is still on the books in most states as a crime that should be punishable? Some states had it by death. But certainly you get your tail locked up. Okay? We've really slipped on upholding the law, the laws of God. Deborah didn't slip. Deborah was right on the money. She would hear the complaints of the people, and by what? God's Spirit, she would do what? She would show them the judgment of God. That was Deborah. Can you say Deborah? One more time. Don't forget Deborah. Please don't forget Deborah. 
Finally, her judgment was located in the open air. That's before COVID ever happened. She's in the open air under a palm tree. The palm tree of Deborah. I love this lady. Israel's oppressors probably allowed her to do this. Israel was being ruled over with a thumb, an iron fist even, of Jabin the king and his general Sisera. And they probably allowed her to do the job because she's a woman. She can't do anything. She's not a man. She's no threat. You better back up. Are y'all having fun with the message? I'm having a great time. This is a lot of fun. (laughs) But hold the phone, baby. My message. So here's Deborah hearing from the Lord. She sent out and called Barak, the son of Abinom of the Kadesh Naphtali, and said unto him, now he was a general, he was a leader of Israel, Barak. And Deborah calls for Barak and says, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded? See, she was on the wavelength with the Lord. She knew the Lord had told Barak, It's time to stand up on purpose and go and fight. But he didn't do it. So she calls him out on it. Didn't the Lord say to you, go and draw toward Mount Tabor and take with you 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and the children of Zebulun? That would have been a funny talk right there. How's she knowing all that? Because she's in touch with the Lord. You hear me or not? And I'll draw thee to the river Kishon. And who will I draw? That general, what's his name? El Baghdadi. Sisera. The captain of Jabin's army with the chariots and his multitude, I will deliver them into your hand. And Barak, say Barak. Man, mighty man. Barak said unto her. This is a hilarious scripture. This sounds just like Gary Clark. If you go with me, I'll go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. One time I bought a house. This thing was nasty, baby. And it had boards on the windows. Because I buy stuff from time. The junkier, the better. Because that means it's cheaper. But you better be scared, baby. I, it was dark as pitch in that place. Boards on the window. You couldn't know. I had to go in with a flashlight. Ceiling falling in. Right here in Inglewood. I'll take you by sometime if you want to see this house. It is an unusual house in Inglewood, Florida. And I said, Kim, you don't let go of my shirt. (laughs) And I'm in here, and I reach up my hand to touch the ceiling, and I pulled out, and I got my light. And Kim's right there. And honest to God truth, one rat after the other fell down on my head. (laughs) That was me, not Kim. Kim's just trying to not get run over by a freight train. So I'm not trying to pick on Barak today. But Barak said, I won't go do this unless you go with me. Did you hear me? What did Deborah say? Say it with me. I will. That's a woman who stands on prayer. Here's a woman. Can you imagine back in the day of battle, a woman back then going on the battlefield? Is that crazy sounding? Yes or no? 
But she said this, notwithstanding the journey you take shall not be for your honor, Mr. General. For the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a what? You ain't getting the credit, Jack. And Deborah rose and went with Barak to Kadesh. This is my kind of woman right here. Y'all hear me or not, ladies? Y'all, y'all getting some encouraged women today? Say, yeah, come on, be strong, lady. Be strong, women. Come on. Come on. She said, I'll go, but don't you know something? There she is, a little bee. See that? You ain't going to get the credit. Say that with me. Ah, uh, I love this. Now, we're going to finish the message. I don't give a hoot. How do I stand up on purpose? Keep looking. What have we learned? You'll have to fall down. You have to fall down at, at, at the Lord's feet. That's what Deborah did. That's how she lived her life. You have to know that the Lord goes what? You've got to know when you stand up for right that God's with you. Okay? And He's the one that said right to do right. And you'll be fine if you do right. You hear me or not? You have to take courage and have a victorious attitude. If you're going to stand up and you're going to do the right thing, and you're going to do it on purpose, it's going to take some victorious attitude. I can do all things through who? Christ who strengthens me. And Barak called Zebulun. Now, these aren't people. These are tribes. And Naphtali to Kadesh. And he went down with how many men? Ten thousand men. Now, don't think Susra didn't have thousands and thousands as well, but he had those chariots of iron. And Deborah went up with him. Now Heber, the Kenite, just a little note here, which was of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, he severed himself from the Kenites, and he pitched his tent in the plain of Zanaim, which is by Kadesh, and they showed Sesera, so he was a turncoat. Okay? He showed Sesera that Barak, the son of Abinon, was going to Mount Tabor, so he was a spy on the inside. Like a mole. You understand? And Sisera gathered together all his chariots. Even 900 of them were of iron. And all the people that were with him from Harasheth of the Gentiles unto the river Kishon. And Deborah said to Barak, For this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your hand. Is not the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. I love this verse. Read this verse, part of it with me. And the Lord, say this fancy word, discomfited Sisera and his chariots and all his hosts with the edge of the sword before Barak. So Sisera lit down off his chariot and ran like a scared little boy. I would say girl, but I can't say because this one was stronger than him. Amen. Say. What happened here? The Lord discomfited those chariots of iron and those people. What does that mean? Well, a lot of people have studied this a lot smarter than me. God's terror dissipated and dispersed the army of Sisera. What does that mean? What happened here? Well, if you look at Judges 5.20, it says they fought from heaven. They fought from heaven. Something happened with those, that enemy and those chariots. They were having to not only fight here, they were having to fight here. That's tough right there. What happened? What happened most likely? Keep going. Well, let's go to the Weather Channel. (laughs) Ancient Jewish historians believe, say it with me, a violent storm of hail. Now, I grew up in the South. In the South, we have little BB hail. And it don't hardly ever happen. One time I was above Dallas, Texas, Amarillo. 
headed that way through the wind corridor. I don't know nothing about wind in this mess. I'm in my Titan pickup truck with my son Mitchell. We're going to Colorado. Him and me. And we hit a hailstorm. Shoot, them things was big as a quarter. And you couldn't see jack squat nothing in front of you. And I don't know what to do. Part of me thought I should stop, but no. We kept going. Mitchell, are you in here? <laughs> you were driving, right? And I kept going, stop, go, stop, go. And Mitchell's like, shut up. So we kept going, and we get to a rest area on the other side of that hailstorm, and they told us, a trucker told us, it's a good thing you didn't stop because transfer trucks are coming through that corridor, and they can't see you in a hailstorm. A lot of people have lost their life. Horrible accidents have happened like that. Well, that's most likely what happened right here in this story. Hail. So they're trying to fight these jokers, and God is raining hail down on those iron chariots. What can stop chariots of iron? Big old pieces of hail. Amen. So it pounded the faces and disabled them. The chariots of iron became very easy what? Absolutely. And the enemy was utterly defeated all the way back to the general's headquarters. I've got to finish the message. It's so good. But Barak pursued after the chariots, after the host. Under Horashath, the Gentiles, and all the host of Sisera, they fell that day by the edge of the sword. And there was not one man left. Don't feel sorry for these men. Raping women. Killing people. You hear me or not? Ah, I can't believe God doesn't know God does this. Good. There was not a man left. Okay? So when you stand up, do it on purpose, know God goes before you in spiritual battle. Press hard and do what? Absolutely. I'm not talking about violence here, guys. Our life isn't full of violence and mess that we need to do. Our life is full of fighting the devil. You hear me or not? That's what this is about. The mighty man falls. What's that about? Well, Sisera get down off that chariot. I guess he did. And he started doing what? And he ran and ran and ran. The chariot was his confidence. He's now what? He's now dismounted. He fled for shelter in the tents of the Kenites. See, the Kenites were... Remember old Heber? Remember old Heber and stuff? He, the Kenites, that was a safe place, he thought. I'm with them now. Good, good. Uh-oh. There's another woman in the story. <laughs> Fellas, what you don't want to mess with, you don't want to mess with a woman. But if there's two of them, God help you. You hear me or not? Howbeit Sesra fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael. Jael. The wife of who? Did you know not every wife agrees with her husband? He probably felt pretty good about sliding and talking to her. So went into the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. So he's running, sweating like a pig, probably out of breath, scared to death. And there was peace between C. Jabin, king of Hazor, and the house of Heber the Kenite. See, there was some peace. He was, you know, but just cause this peace don't mean everybody in the house believes like Heber does. And Jael went out to meet Sesser and said, turn in, turn in. Come on in, evil general. But she didn't say evil. 
Turn in. But don't fear. Don't fear. Don't fear. Don't fear. Come on in. Come on in. And when he had turned into her tent, she covered him with a blanket. Covered him up with a blanket. He's in bad shape. He's about shot. He said unto her, Give, give me some water. Please, some water. I'm thirsty. You know what she did better than that? She opened up a bottle, which is a leather skin, basically. Like a canteen. And she gave him what? Now, we know when you have milk, when you're tired at bed, it'll help you do what? It'll help you sleep. A lot of this stuff we do today come from the Bible. So he wanted J.L. to tell a lie. What do you mean? What do you mean? He said, he said now you stand in the door of the tent. While I, while, I, while I sleep a little bit. And it's going to be when anybody comes and says, Have you seen any man running this way? You say what? Now Heber probably would have said no. But J.L. ain't Heber. So what happens? Well, God's a righteous judge and an offender. Did God say this was going to happen in His Word? Did He tell Deborah that? Sure He did. Did He tell Barak that? But He refused to do it until Deborah kicked Him in the tail. And J.L. Heber's wife took a nail of the tent. Have you seen them? You don't hold a tent down with one of them jokers. You hold a tent down with one of them jokers. And J.L. took a nail from the tent, took a hammer in her hand, and it reminds me, and she went in softly, it reminds me of this song, Killing me softly with it. And she went in softly unto him and smote the nail in his head and nailed his head to the ground. And fastened it to the ground for he was fast asleep and weary. And here's how it ends. Say those last three words. Remember those words. That's who anybody is before Almighty God. And so he died. We can act like we're big and bad on this planet. I'm good. I'll go to heaven. God, you know, hell. I've heard people say before, you know, you know, I'm, you know hell, I'm so bad, hell won't even want to have me. When you're dead, here's what we're going to say. And he died. You better know the Lord. This is who you're dealing with. It was a divine power that enabled Jael to do this. Don't feel bad. Oh, I don't like Jael. That's nasty. She was doing the work of Almighty God. She stood up on... You think she took the nail on purpose or by accident? Uh-oh, the nail just went through his head. It was divine justice that was executed. Boom. That's a nail. Sisters sought to destroy Israel with his 900 chariots of, of iron, but God destroyed him with one what? One iron nail. J.L.'s glory, Sisera's shame. And behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, J.L. came out to meet him and, and uh, said unto him, Come, and I'll show you the man whom you seek. And he's probably tickled. Oh, I'm going to get the credit. Ooh, ooh. See, Deborah's going to be wrong. I'm going to bring him back. And I will show you the man whom you seek. And when he came into her tent, behold, Cesar lay there dead, and a nail was stuck right through his head. 
So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of the Canaanites. Before the children of Israel, say this with me, and the hand of the children of Israel, what? You never know. You never know what might happen when you stand up on purpose in your life. I'm not talking about lying. No. The point is, when we stand for the Lord, He'll stand for us. America. America. We saw it in Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, surely she'll say she won't, uh, you know, she's not for life when she stands in front of those. But she never cowered on that. Oh, I, I won't go to church anymore if you put me on the court. She didn't say that, did she? You understand? That's us, guys. Stand for the Lord. Raji, i got to quit with this, and I'm late, but guys, we got to do this last part. It's just Bible. Let me read it to you, and I promise I'll quit. The next chapter is a song that Deborah wrote. Don't you want to hear Deborah's song? Yeah, here we go. Don't clap. I ain't got time. Here we go. Then sang Deborah and Barak the son of... She even had him in the choir. Then sang Deborah and Barak the son of Abinon on that day, saying... Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel when the people willingly offered themselves. Hear ye, O kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when you went out of Seir and you marched out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled, the heavens dropped, the clouds also dropped water. Can you sort of see what happened on that battlefield? The mountains melted from before the Lord, even that Sinai from before the Lord, the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied. The travelers walked through their byways. They, were, they scared people to death. They weren't free anymore. The inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, what? Deborah arose. That, that I arose. Say it with me. A what? A what? Mother! They chose new gods. Then was there war in the gates. Was there a shield of spears seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart is toward the governors of Israel that offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless you, the Lord. Speak you that ride on white asses or donkeys, ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. They that are delivered from the noise of archers in the places of drawing water, there shall they rehearse in the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants of the villages of Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake. Utter a song, arise, Barak, lead the cap thy captivity captive, thou son of Abinom. Then he made him that remaineth have dominion over the nobles among the people. The Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Out of Ephraim was there a root of them against Amalek. After thee, Benjamin, among thy people, out of Maker came down governors. Out of Zebulun, they that handle the pen of the writer. Just a song. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar, and also Barak. He was sent on foot in the valley for the divisions of Reuben. There was great thought of heart. What that basically means, not everybody went. Not all the tribes of Israel joined in on this battle. Many of them were scared. They stayed home. And she wrote a song about it, and Reuben's one of them. And why abodest thou in the sheepfolds to hear the bleedings of the flock when we're out there on the field fighting? For the divisions of Reuben, there was great searchings of the heart. Sounds like America today. So split up. Crazy. Gilead abode above Jordan. And why did Dan remain in the ships? And Asher continued in the sea and, and abode in his breeches. breeches. 
riches, whatever. I don't give a hoot. Zebulun and Naphtali were the people that jeopardized their lives unto the death. Remember that? Yes or no? The kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan and Tanak by the waters of Megiddo, Armageddon. They took no gain of money. They didn't do it for money. They did it for love of God and love of their country. They fought from heaven. There's that verse. The stars in their courses fought against who? Hail. Remember that? The river of Kishon swept them away. That ancient river, the river Kishon, oh my soul, thou hast trodden down strength. Then were the horse hoofs broken by the means of the prancings, the prancings of their mighty ones. I'm horrible for being so late. Curse ye, says the angel of the Lord. Curse ye bitterly in the inhabitants thereof, because they came not to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Blessed above women shall Jael, the wife of Heber, be. Look at that. Blessed shall she be above women in the tent. Ain't no woman in the tent like that lady. You're going to remember when you go by a tent, this woman. He asked water, she gave him milk. She brought him forth butter in a lordly dish. That means she probably gave him a little yogurt, too. She put her hand to the nail, her right hand to the workman's hammer, and with the hammer she smote Sisera. She smote off his head. When she had pierced and stricken through his temples. At her feet he bowed, he fell, he lay down. At her feet he bowed, he fell, he laid down. That's the chorus, by the way. The mother of Sisera looked out. Now, this is what I want you to see. Sisera's mama looked out a window. Sisera's mama looked out a window. El Baghdadi's mama looked out a window and cried through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why do we not hear the wheels of the chariots coming? I don't hear my son coming. Her wise ladies answered and said, Yeah, he's going to return. He'll be here. He'll be here. He'll be here. Listen, listen. Had they not sped? Had they not divided the prey? Listen, Mama. Mama, he's busy robbing everybody. Mama, he's busy burning. He's busy cutting off people's head. Mama, Mama, he's busy. See, Cesara, he's busy getting a diver of colors, a prey of colors of needlework, and he's getting all the pretty clothes and the coats, Mama. He's, he's going he's to you know, get them for our nets when they come. We're going to have some pretty clothes when he gets back, Mama, when the killer comes home. So let all your enemies perish, O Lord. But let them that love him be as the sun when goes forth in his might. And the land had rest for how many years? Let's thank the Lord for these two women. Now that is a great Sunday school lesson. Amen. Come on, let's stand on up. This won't Sunday.